Yeah. Thank you. All right. Welcome back to In Their Own Words with the Assetians. Just like that, we're picking up right where we left off last time. This is episode 38, part B. King, oh, we have King Arthur, though, with us. <laughs> and then Zarina is the mother bee, the queen, the queen of the, what the is, board here. Does Zarina have a meaning, your name? Uh, yes, it means gold. Gold? Yes. The golden queen. That's awesome. Not, not too shabby. Well, welcome to Caucus Talk. Your source. Listeners, I would like to know. By a show of hands. By a show of hands, <laughs> who has ever heard of the Assetian people? Looking, looking. I see one hand. Yes. Now, we've actually, we've talked some about the Ossetians on our podcast before. For sure. A couple episodes ago, we talked about Kostya Hitagorova, who was one of the most famous people in Ossetian history as a poet and a writer. Um, and no offense, when our when Zarina said his name earlier, I was like, I've never heard of that guy. And then Andrew said, I was like, oh, okay, I got it. When Andrew <laughs> says it, I know, I know. With my clean Russian pronunciation. <laughs> Andrew's Ossetian non-accent. Yeah. But I think, you know, when you hear, when Westerners hear about the Kafkas, about the Caucasus, some people have heard of Chechnya, some have heard of Dagestan, um, maybe Mount Elbrus, and then that's about where the knowledge ends. And so uh, I think this is really exciting for people to learn. North Ossetia is like right in the middle, kind of the heart of the North Caucasus. um, And it's so unique, different among the other republics. So thanks for being here to, to tell us the day. So real, real brief, uh, each person here, just give us a brief inf- introduction to our listeners. What's your name? Uh, you're all university students, so what are you studying right now, and where are you from? So we'll start with George, King George. All right. <clears throat> Thanks. Uh, my name is George. I'm from North Ossetia, from Alagir town, exactly. And how big is your town, roughly? Like, uh, It's pretty small. But but what's pretty small? Like it's like ten thousand people, village, half town, half village, half town. Yeah, it's it's about maybe fifteen twenty thousand people. So there's traffic lights, semaphore. Mm. No, maybe not. Ah, <laughs> so right. I like gear. Okay. Right. So uh, I've been living there for mm, most part of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until I, until I entered the linguistic university here in Piatigorsk, now I'm studying English and French. And good. So, and listeners, in case you're wondering how we meet all these people, <laughs> it, we studied at this linguistic university, and it's kind of easy just to meet students. So, Network. George, thanks for being with us. Thank you. All right, uh, King Arthur here. Um, my name is Arthur. I'm from North City, Alania, and. Um, I study in uh, Petigorsk Medical Pharmaceuticals Institute, uh, and uh, I'm uh, study on uh, dentist faculty mm-hmm. faculty, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I uh, study. Yeah. <laughs> and you're from where are you from in North Ossetia? Uh, I'm from Vladikavkaz. Okay, Vladikavkaz. We've heard we've we've mentioned it. Can I just back up a minute? Yeah. You said you're from North. Assetia Alania. Alania. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's uh, important uh, because uh, it's uh, um, our history. Yeah. Alania. Let, let's get Zarina introduced, and, and then, then we're we'll, just going to dive in. To, we'll dive there's right so much in. in those three words: North Assetia Alania. I'll say that we could talk about. So, Arthur, uh, Taurus <laughs> listeners, if you, if and when you come here, who am I talking to right now? I don't know. If and when you come here and you have teeth problems. 
tooth problems. <laughs> Arthur is your man. Yes, I can help. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay. So then we've got Zarina. Um, tell us about yourself. Uh, my name is Zarina. I'm from the Republic of Ossetia, Alania, Vladikavkaz. Mm-hmm. Now I live and study in Piatigorsk, uh, and I study in Piatigorsk State University, mm-hmm. and uh, I study foreign languages, English and French. Mm-hmm. Cool. And German. And, oh, <laughs> yes, German, German. Wow, so many languages. <laughs> so can you, can you tell our listeners, what does Vladikavkaz mean? What it, it's a uh, power of the past. The power of the Caucasus. It's... Go it's two words, uh, Vladey Kafkasm. It's mean for English, uh, have Kafkas. Uh, in Russia, like we have, lead the Caucasus, maybe? Uh, rule the Caucasus, maybe? Yeah, rule, yeah. rule. Yeah. Caucasus. yeah. <laughs> rule the Caucasus. In Russia, we have uh, uh, two uh, town, what uh, Vladey Kafkas and uh, Vladivostok. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, oh. I mean, uh, rules Kafkas, uh, Vladikavkas and Vladivostok. It's mean rule uh, Vostok. East. The East. Vostok yeah. means East. Rule East. Vladivostok. Yeah. And, and that, that is, that's like over there, It's isn't the far it? east of Russia, near Japan. That's near Japan. I never thought that's what that yeah. Vladivostok means. That oh. makes total sense. I've only seen it on like the embassy website. I would just like to throw in a... Quick trivia point I learned about Vladikavkaz recently. So this is not a trivia point, it's just showing off. Go ahead. Yes. The former name of Vladikavkaz was Orja Ordanikidze. Yeah. And then I forget the Assetian name. There was a, a, a Zaujakov. Yeah, I couldn't pronounce that one. Uh but yeah, anyways. Well, what does it mean the former name that you Ordanikidze? He was he was a Georgian like uh he was like, like a communist yeah. official, yes. uh, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so in all my street names studying here I in Russia, see. yeah, that was really interesting. What for is me in to learn. a street name? Yeah. So, uh, good stuff. Okay. So thank you guys for being here. So let's dive right in. Uh, Artur and Zarina, you said you're from North Ossetia, Alania. Okay. First let's talk about North. <laughs> so naturally if there's North Ossetia, <gasps> that means there's South Ossetia, correct? Yes. Okay, so ex- we have not really talked about South Ossetia in our podcast. Can you guys explain f- for our listeners real quick what's the difference? Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's only about dialects. Um, the South Ossetia people, they all um, actually lives in this territory of uh, Georgia. Uh-huh. And they have pretty, pretty same uh, culture, pretty same traditions. Uh-huh. It's only one difference. As the, as you guys, as dialect. North? Yeah, as just the same as North. Okay. So the accent and the dialect yeah, are a little different? the only one difference, yeah. But we understand each other. Right. And so uh, right now, I don't know the the full history of Ossetia. Before, was, it, was there just one Ossetia? One Ossetia, yes. But uh, when Stalin came to the power, yeah. he decided to divide Ossetia uh-huh. into parts, North and South. Okay. And he presented South Ossetia to Georgia. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it is now, South Ossetia is part of the country of Georgia, or is it its own autonomous republic? What, what's its status? It, nowadays, it is an independent republic. An yeah. independent republic. Yeah. This, I think this, would this be called a frozen conflict maybe to South Ossetia? <laughs> but it's basically... Looking at me. It's right between Russia and Georgia, and it's kind of its own republic. 
yeah, that's it's a controversial question, but right. thanks for explaining. I didn't know that Stalin was the one who made Ossetia into two. Um, so, okay. All right, so that's North Ossetia. So North Ossetia is one of the republics in, in Russia, yeah, exactly. in the North Caucasus. Yes. So yeah, so you guys are Russian citizens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. So North Ossetia Alania. Now, I've heard this word Alania, but I honestly know very little about what it means. So please explain to us what this means. Um, the Assyrians are direct descendants mm-hmm. of Alans, which are ancient nation lived in the territory of Europe, of Caucasus, uh, near East. Yeah. Um, hmm. So the uniqueness is that our nation managed to maintain um, almost all of all of those old traditions and things of Alans. Having carried carried them through through the ages through the time. Okay, so I'm trying to like get context for this. Like I very I know very little about. So did the Allens come from Europe? Is that right? They were. They they came from Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is a few hours <laughs> of west of Philadelphia. From, of course, from America <laughs> they came. Yeah, uh, retracting that statement. Um, <laughs> They Sorry, moving nomads. from one place to the other, another uh-huh. place like Gunne, like like what now? Gunne, Gunne. So it's the nation, yeah. Ah, it was the actually Skips, the old nation, and uh, from them appeared um, a lot of small nations like uh, they're living now in Europe. We are part of them, like wow. Alans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what, Who are, are there other are there other yeah 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 present day peoples that came from them descendants of them can you do you know who some of them are like examples uh, like examples um, put them on the spot again for example Germans Zena told uh, ah. they have similar roots oh, yes. oh wow Italians so Alans um, affected yeah. uh, uh, some nationalities like yeah. Italians um, Italians yes Spanish people also okay yeah so in the Caucasus. Are the Ossetians the only nationality connected with the Alans, with Alania? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. okay. Catalonia, yet one more. Yeah. It, it's uh, mm, Catalonia mm, people. We have uh, uh, in Spain. Uh, yeah, Catalonia. Mm, we have. Uh, uh, they they have a uh, uh, flag Cat- yeah. of Catalonia. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, uh, when I was in uh, Catalonia, uh, and uh, then when uh, Gitz, uh, uh, the guide, the guide. Uh, guides, uh, uh, heard about uh, about uh, Assetia, what I'm from Assetia, Alania, uh, they surprised and uh, talked with me about uh, our um, history. Uh, wow. They uh, knew about it. Wow. And uh, they uh, talk about uh, some something uh, like common ancestry, like you came from. Yes, the... yes, yes. Uh, option. Common, yeah, common, yeah, common, yeah, mutual. Yes, wow. Common history. In Cat- huh. Catalonia, that's not what you would expect Spain, to have a yeah, conversation my about. My goodness. So that that right there helps me understand a little. Assetia is just so unique in the Caucasus. It's right in the middle. It's one of the only Caucasus nations that uh, would not profess to be Muslim. Uh, and then on the south, you have like Georgia and Armenia. Uh, 
Are there any Caucasus nations that are similar to the Ossetians, or, or are you really just kind of very unique? Are there other We're, cultures or religion that's similar? Relatively speaking, we are alone. Yes. Okay. We don't have any similar yes. nations or wow. something like that. Yeah. Wow. With our language doesn't belong to the Caucasian family. Uh-huh. Like Chechens are similar to English. Right. Right. Like English. Kabardinians to Cherkessian. Uh-huh. And, but we are unique. It is, is, I've always been so interested how that happened, you know. Because um, so, it's like this island right in the middle of all these Caucasian peoples or Turkic peoples too. You no, know, uh, in the Middle Ages, uh, during the Tatar-Mongolian invasion, uh, Syrian people um, were forced to escape and hide in the mountains and live there till uh, maybe 17, 18th century. Uh, mm-hmm. They they had very developed and civilized culture, which was literally destroyed mm. for generations by the invading Mongols. Yes. And those who survived, they were compelled to start from scratch. Wow. So uh, there were very small amount of Assyrians. In the- I think that says a lot about the Caucasus in terms of retreating to the mountains, surviving, yeah. and at and emerging moving again, back, moving back, yeah, and again and again, maybe <laughs> you know the, these mountains wow. have been a refuge for lots of people groups. And it seems like every hundred, continue. couple hundred of years, that kind of thing has happened with different nations. Wow! So the language itself, you said it's unique. Now I've read that it's like has some Iranian roots yes. to the language. Does that mean it's similar to the Iranian, like the Persian language, or yeah. what's the connection? An Assyrian. Uh, the word Assyrian language is Iran. Uh, Iran on Russian is Iran. Iran oh, wow. Iran. It's similar. Huh. So have you guys ever heard somebody speak Persian? And how much did you understand um, if you did? I heard... Um, I know some people from Iran, from Iraq. Um, they were studying here there in our university. Right. Soon. And um, in their speech, I heard some similar words. Right. For example, like uh, clock, shahat. Uh-huh. It's the same uh-huh. in their language. Between talk- Iranian and Assyrian. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Uh, clock. Oh, clock, clock is the clock, English. Shahat. Got it. Sorry. Shahat. Yeah. That's the first Assyrian word I've ever learned, shahat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, cool. Dad, look at the shahat. <laughs> there you go. Got it. Man. So today, so we've been talking about thousand years BC, Middle Ages. So today, what makes what is it that makes the Setian culture and people unique among the Caucasus peoples? Tell us some things about the Setian people that really distinguish you. Three religion. And the strict um table traditions. Uh-huh. Really? Yes. Uh, and uh, for example, we put on the table three pies, uh, only three. Yeah. Uh, when it is a feast, uh, because they they symbolize uh, God, the sun, and the earth. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. And uh, number three has a sacral meaning in our culture. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And um, if somebody died, we put on the table two pies, uh, because the departed uh, can't see the sun. Ah, so interesting. So I got to, just for our listeners, comment on pie. So when you say pie, Americans think 
apple pie, pumpkin pie, yeah. blueberry pie, and those are all wonderful pies. The word <laughs> translated pie in English, pirog, in Russian, is more general, and it's a lot. There's a lot of different kinds of pies here, yeah. and they're often savory with fillings of meat or cheese or potatoes and cheese or even um, herbs, yep. and they're really common. So, like. Uh, an an Ossetian pie, which in Russian is Ossetinsky pirog, yeah, is like it's everywhere around here. You can yeah, get them everywhere, everywhere. Meat pie, I guess. And my mouth is watering the, again. Yeah. This always happens. We talk with people. We talk about these foods. And I'm like wiping my mouth, just thinking about <laughs> when I can go eat one of these. But they're you know, kind of like know, a fourteen pizza. inches across. Yeah, like a good size, like a, yeah, pizza. medium sized pizza. But they're enclosed, so there's there's dough on the top and the bottom. And how are they, are they cooked in an oven or on a pan on a burner like a special a special oven? Yeah. It has to be a special oven. It's always <laughs> it's all, so it's always true. It's like you have to come here. So they're kind of like you know they've got dark spots on the top because they're a little crispy, and then oil, and then inside you never know what you're gonna get. No, you do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they are really good, very filling. But now you tell me that they have these sacred meanings. For your festival, there's always three. Can you stack them, or do you only get three for this feast? I mean, three's not very many. One, two, three on the table. At oh, least to like start. This? You said to start, right? Or like, oh, three in a stack. Uh, oh, like pancakes. I missed that. All mm. right. I thought it was th- well, like out here. Okay. So is it God, Son, Earth, top to bottom? Or it doesn't work like that? Yeah, oh, I got it. All right. There we go. So... <laughs> You mentioned uh, religion, and some of what you said, I think, tied into religion. What makes the Ossetian religion unique? And in Ossetian religion, does the does the high god is the is there a name for that god, or is it just a general term for God? It's, it's named Chosal um, on Ossetian, but it's huh. only allowed to pronounce for men. Women can't pronounce it. Uh, they're not allowed to say it. Yeah. Huh. Why is that? It's tradition. So only men can pronounce the name of yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, can yeah. I ask you a personal question? Of course. Yes. So is this something that you personally subscribe to? Would you not say the name, or are you? Do you not follow that rule? And would you feel free to say the name of God? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say it. Mm. So Just do, curious. I'm. Tr- I want to help our listeners kind of get a picture in their mind. And me too. I'm where sure. do Where do Assetians? <laughs> Is there like a house of worship Ossetians go to? So we've talked about the religion. Yeah, it is. It is uh, a lot of houses of worship. So like, a, is it kind of like a church building temple, or is it different than no, that? We don't have temples. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no, no, we don't have temples. Okay. It's like a place where people can go and pray and maybe leave there some food or some... Mm, like an offering. Things. Yeah, we, we even have a, one legend... About mm, three uh, worship places. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how to say it in English. Um, it's a tier. Uh, yeah, one tier. Uh, about three tiers of God. And when God cried about mm, dying, one of the Syrian men, arts, yeah. Uh, he cried and he, uh, the three tiers uh, fell down. On the city and earth, and one tier uh, was um, from one tier was created um, 
one worship place it's called Rekom uh, second place is Makalgaberta and the third place is Taranjolos uh -huh. and the, the main three uh, worship places okay so this go. is a great segue because the symbol is on his yeah, so yeah, Arthur is wearing this, uh, this everybody look at Arthur's shirt everybody look at Arthur's shirt <laughs> it's, a, it's a very striking shirt it's a white looks like a white dress shirt but um, huh. it's got sort of like cuffs that you would see on a western shirt more or less but down the front there's buttons halfway down the chest and they're dark blue um, and they're round are they knit I can't quite tell and then a, a square collar that has two little buttons on the top and on the breast is a is a three-way okay sorry it looks like a three-way yin-yang to yeah. me yeah, yeah right like yeah. the yin-yang but three of them in there so and there's three different symbols and I was gonna ask him and he just pointed to it so what are these Arthur uh it's uh, uh three tiers of God uh three tiers of God three tiers of God ah, okay and, uh, and they're different like but like the top one's a cross yes crosses they're all crosses. Yes. So why is that? It's different kind of drawings of crosses. Yeah. So um, would you say... I can even point you the... This one is uh, Rekum. This is Tarangelos. No, this is Tarangelos. This is Mikalgabur. So they represent places in yes. Setia. Places. Like the holy sites, kind of. Is that what we call that? Sure. Yeah, holy English? site. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and actually, I'm going to make a terrible joke, but in California, they were looking for Terangelos, but they couldn't find it, so it became Los Angeles. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with that? That's so famous. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you can visit it. Cut that out. Go to huh. see you. Yeah. So, it's, go, go ahead. ahead. Mm, actually, it's a great story, uh, what uh, George said about uh, about uh, Nart. Uh, hero, uh, it's uh, his name was uh, uh, I don't remember actually uh, Soslan or, uh, or Batras, Batras. Batras. Yes, yes, it uh -huh. was uh, Batras. It's a uh, good story because uh, Batras um, was uh, a certain um, how to say uh, fighter, and uh, he uh, very um, wanted uh, to uh, see the god. And uh, when he uh, he's dying, uh, he uh, will not come to uh, up or down, and uh, he uh, will not uh, he will not want to to die. He uh, he just uh, her, he, his soul uh, didn't go didn't go anywhere, and uh, he waiting. And uh, then uh, uh, angels of God. Uh, came uh, to Earth and uh, uh, put him uh, with the uh, where uh, he didn't want it. Uh, he uh, fight it and he uh, the then angels. Uh, yes, That's and uh, then uh, God uh, uh, come uh, came to Earth and uh, ask uh, him about uh, why uh, why are you doing this, mm -hmm. and uh, he answer, uh, I wanted to meet meet you. Uh, and uh, then God uh, uh, was uh, touched. Uh, touched, yes. And okay. uh, he. Ah, and that's why had, he cried. Yeah, and uh, the then tears. he cried, and uh, three tears of God. Wow. I need to learn more about these stories. So I you mean, said this that. Is all new to me. You said that was a Nartz. We've talked about N the Nartz. Nartz hero. He was yeah. a Nartz hero, right? Nartz, Nartz. yes. So. So this is a future caucus talk episode. The Nards, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna 
do a thing on the notes, but I've only like is it the the Karachai have a whole notes like anthology or history. So they're also but the Assyrians also have notes in there. Oh. Yeah. It's it's even common with Greece. Would uh, you call it history legends. or mythology? What word would you use? Mythology. Mm. Mythology. Yeah. Yes. So they're like great heroes of old. Yes. Mm. Are they giants? Mm. Like Andrew? It was it was <laughs> uh it was uh, uh people who uh, wasn't people and uh-huh. he wasn't God. Halfway. It was uh, uh, yes uh, between. Okay. Man. So let's let me ask one final question about religion and then we'll we'll keep going. Um so is it is my understanding right the Assetian religion is it's its own unique religion to the Assetian people. It's not like a part of a larger world religion. The Assetian people have their own religion, is that correct? Yeah. And does it have a name? Is it just called Assetian religion? <laughs> mm. We don't call it just just religion. Our religion, yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Traditional religion. Traditional religion, yeah. Okay. Wow. Thanks for I, I just learned a lot. I got you said last but I've gotta ask one more. I've always understood people have always said like, Oh yeah, Assetian is like the Christian Republic between Muslim republics. I mean that's kind of like But it's true also. So how now how is that true? I think just you hear both. You yeah. hear they're the oh. only Christian republic, but you also hear they're pagans, the Setians. So those are broad words. They're sure. Christian and pagans. So what would you speak to that? Uh, yeah. Some people are Christians, but they um, also uh, practice practice uh, our old traditions. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes, they go to the church, but they also go to the. Um, Worship places. Yeah, yeah. So, and that church, that's uh, an Orthodox yes. church, Orthodox, Orthodox Christianity. Yes. Okay. That And would you say that mainly came from Russian influence, where the Christianity? No, or for example, uh, my family came, I'm from Vladikavkaz, but right. my family came from Zrug. Okay. And uh, they had their a temple of the 11th century. Wow. That's like a village in North Ossetia? It is in the mountains, high yeah, the yeah. mountains. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's really ancient influence. And you see that all over the Caucasus, right. you know, centuries and centuries. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about the language really quick, Ossetian language. So we have three of you here. Really quick, tell our listeners, do you speak the Ossetian language? And if so, how much? Yeah. I speak a certain language at home. Uh, I'm trying to speak um, to. I'm trying to speak with my friends, with um, all people. If I, for example, meet here a uh, Syrian man, I immediately ask him, "Do you speak a Syrian?" Wow! Because I think that um, it's a duty of every Syrian man uh-huh. not to forget about uh, his language and not let it let it die. So okay. it's like your first language. Your... Yeah, it's like my first language. Okay. What about you guys? So no, when I was a child, uh, my father uh, didn't allow anybody to speak with me in Russian. He thought uh-huh. that uh, if we spoke um, Russian, uh, I would forget a Satan. Wow. And he was right because now I notice the interference of Russian language in huh. my native one, uh, because I use in one sentence. Uh-huh. Russian and uh, Assetian words. Mm. Okay. So today, how much Assetian do you speak? 
uh, not often. Okay. Except when she's at home and only with my grandmother or grandfather. But you speak it pretty well still. You just don't speak it a lot here in Pitigorsk. Is that right? Or do you feel like you're forgetting a setian? Uh, I think that I'm forgetting. Uh huh. Okay. What about you, Artur? It's pity to me, but uh, I don't speak uh, on my language. Well, now you've met George, so George is going to really, you know, get on your case and help you speak <laughs> Ascetian, because yeah. it is the duty of every Ascetian. <laughs> but so no. you mentioned your father, and so often I think it's the influence of either the parents or the grandparents with the language. So in your home growing up, Artur, did your parents not speak any uh, my, Ascetian with you? Um, my parents uh, can speak uh, Ascetian, but... Uh, is it taught officially in Assetia in schools? Yes, it is. Yes. Is it mandatory? Are these official Yes. Uh, All children are Assetia, the Assetian language. But we are divided into groups. Uh, these people who are Assetians and speak Assetian and non-Assetian children uh-huh. uh, who study. And are they held to different Assetian. standards? Do non-Assetians? Yes, yes, of course. Oh, okay. Or but they still that... have to be exposed to some Assetian. Like non-Assetian children, they still have to take Assetian classes? Yes. Yes. Okay. For example, we don't have such groups. We have only one, one subject, Assetian. Uh, we had one guy uh, who came from Armenia, and he didn't know Assetian at all. After maybe a half of a year, he was speaking like a native speaker. There you go. Wow. It's like... Uh, pushing a man into the water to learn him swim. Yeah, yeah. sure. Just it's we're my... a hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got to throw Arthur in the water, man. Yeah, yeah we uh, our level of Russian is probably not at that kid's level of a setian, but no. But we do feel like we're drowning. We sometimes. often feel like we're drowning in the <laughs> Russian language. <laughs> um, That's good. Uh huh. Can you, George? Can you? I don't know if you know like a poem or something in a, the Assetian language or is there something you have memorized you could like just say for 10 or 15 seconds so our listeners could hear the language? Uh, yeah, I can. Mm. Maybe something Kostya Hetagurova. Yeah, Kostya uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> remember. Or Zarina could too. If you know something. Uh, yes, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jeho falašno tako na lakta i umafjež malo tišku lagal. Tiška je žardela za našga narižat. Tiška ma bakarat Adamovog. Ja, I can do something like that too. Češilmanu nabaštej fahisam dan šontej, kam darte adhej, asagalunej, malalzak arvešton podbontej. Wow. Thank you, man. So what did you guys just what did you guys just say? It was a recipe for waffles. <laughs> no, sorry, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not tripping. So poem. Just... It's a poem of Kostechi Tagurov. He was uh telling about how poor our Syrian people mm. at that time when mm. they were living in yeah. mountains and he actually he was uh, without parents too. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. alone from the childhood and he was trying to help his nation somehow and what was yours uh, it is also about it uh-huh. so <laughs> about poor people uh, in the ma- who live in the mountains hmm. and who suffer uh, from the government hmm. government but 
So in a setting culture, is there a certain kind of occasion where you would hear poems like that recited or read? Mm, occasion. There's some competitions, always uh, competitions um, in middle school between uh -huh. students. Sure. They can show their okay. ability hmm. to talk. Good stuff. That's the, I think that's the first time I've ever heard the Assetian language spoken. Is there... Yeah. Um, like an active Assetian music culture or scene? Are there Assetian musicians writing new Assetian music? Are there Assetian like rock bands you or modern? Either modern <laughs> or playing traditional Assetian music. We have a lot of modern musicians. Yeah. What kind of what kind of music are Assetians into? It's hip hop. Assetian hip hop. Yeah. Is it in the yes. Setian language or uh, and in 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 Ossetian and in Russia in oh. something we maybe we <laughs> need to get links, got you. YouTube links to Setian hip hop songs on our podcast. That would be so cool. It's not a yeah. problem. Wow. Well, That's not what I expected. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> cool. That fits right in with you. You need to do some uh ethnomusicology research with the Setian hip hop. Man. So uh, I, I want to talk real briefly about uh, the Ossetian, like Les Ginka and kind of national dance. So yeah. I've seen all, all the different Caucasus nationality dances. The Ossetian dance in general is similar, but what I've really noticed about the Ossetian singing is they're singing with Ossetian groups. And the, the women sing these like haunting, beautiful yeah. songs. Uh, you don't really see that among the other Caucasus nationalities. So what is it unique about that? What are the women singing about, and why do they do it that way? Uh, it's mostly um, dramatic songs, okay. and the woman uh, is trying to show um, how, I don't know, how sure. deep she feels this problem, what she's singing about, and it's like all on emotions. It's not about words in the song, but mostly about emotions she yeah. shows yeah huh. what what would a subject the subject matter be is it like sorrows is it usually sad or memories or mm, or anything sorrow maybe um there's a, a lot of songs about mother love mm -hmm. uh, about uh, children about history but she has to be expressive as she uh, yeah sings. very expressive. do you sing zarina no you don't <laughs> no do, do the men sing and are sitting traditional culture at all yeah do either of you sing mm. a little i can see uh, it on george's face oh yeah george will you sing us a song <laughs> now please a little bit just a little <laughs> no, song a little bit. you'll be the uh, most famous ossetian okay but i gotta remember first <laughs> going to that inner room this is awesome yeah okay i can sing only a little part that's Perfect. great risha risha majorda and so in Aljone, Mada Fashta, Azuchaya. Something like that. Awesome. Thanks. Man, thank you. Was it good? Did you guys like it? Can we put that on loop and just keep playing it over and over? Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, so, okay. Thank you. Man, we've covered a variety of topics. Uh, listeners, so North Ossetia is it's an absolutely beautiful place. It's right on the it's on the border of Russia with Georgia. So the mountains just surround are all in the Republic and 
Vladikavkaz, the the main city, the capital city, is right there at the the base of the mountains. Um, so if you guys, if we had listeners who are wanting to visit your republic, each of you give me one place they should visit. Where should they come and see? If you had to pick one place, I guess it's gonna be Tsei Gorge. You know that Tsei. I've heard it say Tsei Gorge. It's T T Z E I. I think in English, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's a very beautiful place. It's like um, famous kurort place uh, like a resort area yeah resort area yeah uh, I, for example i don't know uh, people who didn't heard about it have everyone heard. It's knows very famous everyone. isn't the ski resort there yeah of course it yeah. is how about you guys place uh, recom ah uh, this yeah. is one of uh, where one the, of the holy tears sites. of god yes. yeah one tier of god a visitor could go there tourists can can they go to it uh, yes yes of course yeah, you can. can go and uh, you can see it. Okay. Is it and just is it a building or is it outdoor? Uh, it's a place where uh, where you can see and building uh-huh. and uh, mm, it's like a little wooden house. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. And there uh, is staying uh, one table and mm-hmm. three chairs mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, our symbols. Mm, yeah. That's the number three comes in again, like you mentioned, Zarina. That's right. So is that you would and, recommend, say, as well? Uh, my place is, uh, I think it's Fergdon. Uh, Fergdon. So, so what is that? Uh, it's, uh, mm, it's a mm, very beautiful place. Uh, it's uh, like... Dalina. Dalina. Ushiri. Dalina. It's oh, gorge. gorge, 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 it's gorge. Yeah, yeah. it's uh-huh. uh, gorge where where you can uh, see uh, great mountains and uh, mm. uh, there uh, is Terek um, uh, River, river, the Terek River. Yeah. Yes, there is also located a huge hill, and there is um, very ancient buildings on that hill, and inside them there are. Um, People who died from yeah, who, who died from chuma, chuma, chuma you know, uh, plagues, plagues, plagues. plagues. Yeah. Ah, yeah. plagues. Yes. yeah, and people uh, who um, ill that uh, mm-hmm. uh, pathology, uh, they're um, when they're uh, not die yet, uh, mm-hmm. they're uh, come to that uh, houses. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, is this and dying guys, there yes. and, and dying there? Them. Yes. Uh, so this is it's called City of the Dead. Yeah, City of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this is one of the most actually Maddie talked about Maddie this. Talked about one it. of our Another British guests. From England, yeah. It is one of the most I think picturesque places probably in the North Caucasus. Mm. That's in Fegdon. Yeah. Is Fegdon the name of the It's the like a village. Gorge? Village. Okay, it's the name of the village. Okay. Yeah, uh, the name of the village and the river too, which is located there. All right, so we're two for two. I'm, I want to go to both those places. <laughs> what about you, Zarina? What would you recommend? Uh, Zrug Goj. Okay. Uh, it is That's a very picturesque place. <laughs> and there are um, uh, clear as crystal lakes. Wow. Yes. Okay. And I would also advise you to visit Midagrabin waterfalls. Uh, they are um, the highest in Europe. What? Really? Yes. Ah. What, what are they called again, the waterfalls? Midagrabin. Midagrabin. Do you know how high they are? Do you know how high? It's, how no, many? I heard. Really <laughs> high. That's, really high. It's very difficult to get there. So right. the highest, like, above sea level, right? 
like they're really high up yes, in the mountains. Uh, wow. Okay. Correct. Cool. Man. Okay. So that was that sounded like an invitation to our listeners to <laughs> yeah. come come to North Ossetia, call up uh, George or Arthur or Zarina. They'll tour you around, or their friends will. Um, good stuff. Terrific. Yeah. This was this was really great, guys. Thank you so much um, for sharing with us. Yeah, I I feel like I was we would say in English, you schooled me today. You schooled like you gave me a new education about the Ascetians. Um, so let's wrap up real quick. Final question: We always give this to all our guests. If there's one thing you could tell the world about the North Caucasus, what would you tell them? I think it would be traditionalism because. Hmm. Um, You'll never find never um, more loyalty to traditions among other nations all over the world. Mm. It's not even about uh, religiosity or devoteness. We're just loyal and full of respect to our history, uh, ancestors, and our nation wow. at all. Very well said. I don't think anybody's ever said, given that answer. Nope. That was very well said. Okay. No pressure on you guys. Yeah. No. What would you guys yeah. like to say? Yeah. Oh, I think that uh, traveling to the North Caucasus uh, will broaden your mind mm. and your picture of the world. You look at the world from different angles. Yeah. That is true. Agreed. Yes. Because uh, our cultures are polar apart and uh, yeah. it's like the other world. Yeah. Yeah. Artur? Uh, I want to say to your listeners uh, about about kindness uh, of uh, our of our republic and our people uh, because uh, in my childhood I remember uh, very 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 uh, kindness people uh, very uh, it's uh, atmosphere in uh, very kind atmosphere yeah yeah it's very it's it's pretty i think it's uh, very potent. very beautiful yeah. yeah it's beautiful and important i think agreed why would you not want to come here after Seriously? hearing those recommendations <laughs> and that was awesome yeah well george arthur zarina thank you so much uh i for one think you did a great job representing the ascetian people Thank Not just to our listeners, but really, hopefully, to, us, to the world. For sure, for sure. I mean, and even us, we we live here, and this is yet an unexplored, you know, uh, republic for us. So, I feel you have uh, opened up a big invitation to us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for cool. inviting. All right. Do you want to say um, good luck to you in your um, in your job in your yeah, uh, startup idea? It's a very good, a great idea. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we can we uh, could uh, could say to your listeners, yeah. uh, listeners, uh, um, use it and come to Caucasus. Yes. Hey, a set is waiting for new travelers. Yeah, yeah. Very love it. We'll, we'll we go. Did. We'll go, and we'll take you with us. We didn't even put them up to that, man. <laughs> that was just flowed right out of them. That was amazing. Oh, subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Now. <laughs> right, now we'll pay you double. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's great. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Man, big thank you again to George, Arthur, and Serena. Um, King George and King. That's right. Uh, sure. I mean, truly educating, uh, Obviously us, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, but I think our listeners, too, um, about the Ossetian nation and 
history and beliefs. Um, big props to George, especially any guy who's willing to sing on a podcast acapella. Respect. Respect. Yeah. So, um, sure. yeah. So that was, I uh, hope that whets your appetite or give you a, a sneak peek. Our next, in their own words, is going to be about the Armenians. So, a big one. Yeah. Originally hailing from the South Caucasus, but there's a lot of them here in the North Caucasus. So, for sure. Um, uh, in big presence. Yeah. Yep. So, um, listeners, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Would love to hear your feedback. Uh, you can shoot us an email at podcast at caucustalk.com. Um, would love to hear from you on our Facebook page. That's Caucus Talk. Check it out. Um, and I'd just like to say a word to all of the spammers because um, I kind of do the, this, like I don't have our spam filter up and running. So I just, I just want to thank you guys. I mean, they are the most genuine sounding bunch. You know, <laughs> when you get that email, it's like, hello. I look at page so good, and then there's a link. It's like, who wouldn't click that link? I, you know, I, I, I just got to know what they want me. To, so I just, I really want to thank you guys for, just for being there. <laughs> I, what if some of them actually a, a, st- started subscribing and listening? Yeah, I, I, I doubt it, but it's possible. You're true. You're right. All right. If any uh, spammers are out there who are now listeners, email us. That would be amazing. Without a link. Eli will give you a prize. A big, big one. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode of Caucus Talk, your source for culture, history, and tourism in the North Caucasus mountains of Russia. And we will see you when you get here.